spoke about last time Shabbos as being a central point in Chinuch and what's the right way to prepare for Shabbos and to build an expectation of Shabbos. So, okay, so that's a very essential point in, in Chinuch. But second to that, we have the experience of the Yemen Taibim. We have the experience of the Yemen Taibim. And there's a chinuch in that also. What's the right chinuch uh, for preparing for Yantav? So, just like we know that there's an element of halacha, and that is that there's a, a time before Yantav where you already ask him in preparing for Yantav, and we know that the preparation for Yantav is a big part of the Yantav. So, that and uh, we can even say more than that, like some sparring, right? And that is that what makes the Yom Tov what it is, is how we prepare for it. Which means as opposed to Shabbos, which is a matan, it's a gift, and therefore Shabbos comes. But, uh, and even then, maybe the preparation for Shabbos is a big chedek of Shabbos. But when it comes to Yom Tov, it's much more so that the, what the Yom Tov is going to be is the result of the preparation. And there's simple examples, Rosh Hashanah. Uh, for some people, Rosh Hashanah is just a good yantif and they have an apple honey and okay. And if a person understands that there's an avoider in preparing for Rosh Hashanah, like the yeshivas always try to emphasize on din and on preparing for din, so that preparation makes the yantif a different yantif. In other words, then it's, it's what makes it into the experience of a yamadit. And similarly, the, each, each yantif, what makes the yantif isn't just the Avodah on the Yantif itself. It's more the preparation for the Yantif, which that, that puts a person into the frame, the frame of mind or into the, the, the mindset they need to experience Yantif properly. And that's the case. So then, the Chinuch for Yantif isn't just when it comes to, when it comes to Yantif. The Chinuch for Yantif includes uh, involving children in preparing for Yantif. That's what creates in us the readiness of Yantif. And uh, that's okay. So it should be a, a project which children are allowed to be part of also. Now, normally for people, that's a, a, a difficulty because unless you have older children or children are already very helpful, so especially little children, they aren't really uh, participating in a meaningful way in helping prepare for yamtuf. If anything, they just get more of a, a liability. And therefore, the people think that the easiest thing would be to keep the children out of the way until the Yom Tov comes, and then, okay, then they can prepare. And so to speak, the children won't interfere, which is understandable as a mindset, but it's, it misses out a big part of, of the Chinuch for Yom Tov. And that is that we make Yom Tov. We make Yom Tov by what we do to prepare for it. That, that's what, so to speak, gets us to the, to the point where we can enjoy it. And therefore, what would sukkahs be if we didn't make a sukkah beforehand? And the uh, same thing, Pesach. Uh, there, were, there, there were a lot of Rabbanim uh, who originally, we were talking years ago, when the idea became popular that era Pesach, people just uh, sell their houses and go to a hotel for Pesach. So one of the original complaints about it was is that a big chedek of Pesach is learning how to prepare for Pesach. And if a person misses out on the whole atmosphere and the whole feeling of uh, of preparing Pesach, it doesn't give you the, it doesn't give you the same experience what Pesach is meant to be. And the Torah has a mitzvah of being a the chametz, and that's part of what a person needs to do for Pesach. You know, pick Kabbalah. There is a lot about the 
tashbis or destroying the chametz as a preparation for the hashpah of the Rasayda. So that's something a person should should make a part of what they do, not just that kilo they avoid the mitzvah. Shvus. So the, already the Rishonim bring down that the reason it's called shvus is, is because what a person experiences in shvus is the result of the Sheva Shavuz which led up to it. And therefore, otherwise shvus is just a day of Yom There's nothing more that happens. But based on how a person prepared for shvus before and this is the impact shvus is going to have. And like we said before, Rosh Hashanah for sure it's like that. And therefore, the, the stage of being mechanic for Yom Tov is also the chinuch on how to prepare. How to prepare. And if it means how to clean for Pesach, or if it means building a sukkah, or if it means uh, getting someone into even the frame of mind of Rosh Hashanah for even a, not a baby, maybe a baby, but a little child can really understand the concept of and we have to daven to Hashem that everything we want we'll get next year. That's something that they can appreciate too. And that's part of the that's part of the hachana for yamtif. And if children participate in that, then that makes them part of the feeling of the, that they the, what, what the yamtif gives. Now, specifically, what I want to talk about is Purim. It's just again a massive in nearest, and that is what's the hachana for Purim. Besides, obviously, buying shalach models, whatever else it is. So there's a certain element of Purim, which Bahamas says, what are we trying to, let's say, prepare for by Purim? Just like by Pesach. But if we focus on Yom Tov, when we think about what is the, not just the mice we have to do, or the mitzvah of the day, but what, what do we want to take out of the Yom Tov? What's the, the feeling we meant to get from the Yom Tov which we want to develop for ourselves? So in Pesach, we know, we meant to feel Hashem's Kola. Hashem can save us from any situation we're in. By Shavuos, it's accusation to terror. By Sukkot, it's the Hashkach, the Hashem is running our lives under His supervision. And besides the mitzvah of the day, the preparation for a Yom Tov, what we meant to take out of the Yom Tov is, each Yom Tov has that, uh, that feeling of what we meant to take out from Yom Tov with us. And that's because we don't even take out of Purim. So yes, it's not a Melachah Darai, so that's true. But what's the point we meant to take out of Purim? What's the point of men to take out of Purim? And if you understand that, then we have to work backwards and uh, and work on what we what what's that's the preparation of Purim, which we which is, brings us to that result. Well, okay, so let's ask another question. Which I'm sure a lot of people never thought of before. And that is because people are very taken up with on Purim with, with doing the mitzvahs of the day of Purim. But you know, people don't often stop to think, well, what's the f- what are we going to take? What, what, what's the feeling we're meant to get from Purim? What are we going to take out of it? Okay, so I'll tell you what the Rambam says. The Rambam says that the reason why we have Purim, even though it's a mitzvah Rabbanan, and normally Rabbanan don't make completely new Chiyovimanas, so why do they give us Purim, which is a din Rabbanan? And the Rambam says, Leidia. The point of Purim is no idea. The idea to proclaim, to announce, to understand that Klai Yisrael is special. Why are we special? Because Hashem is near to us. And why is it a Chiddush? That Hashem is, near, that Hashem is close to us. Why is it a Chiddush? Because it came at a point in history where we didn't think Hashem was close to us. We went to Israel, this is after the Chorban, never based on Mikdash. We were in Goddess, and from Goddess we were being at the, we were being threatened with extinction by a person who 
could have carried it out. The prime minister of the country had all the forces at his disposal to, to carry out such a xera. And it's time like that, Tayshal could have very much thought we're going to get destroyed. And the Chiddush of Purim was, uh, Hashem is here too. That even in Godless, even in Godless, we, we can daven. We can, Hashem listen to us also. That was enough of a reason to, according to the Ram, at the end, the Ram writes, this is enough of a reason to make a new Yantif. No idea. That's what we to come out of Yantif with. And that's the case. What's Purim meant to bring us to? To feeling that simcha we're a guy gadol, we're special. We have that. We have that, so to speak, that hotline to Hakadosh Baruch that we can always use. We can always use. And there's another point also, on a deeper level. The Mefarshim explain. The Gemara says, why did Klai Yisrael deserve to be destroyed? It, it wasn't that Haman just like was trying to stress and it had no basis. If, if the decree went through and the Xerah was passed, so then there was a basis in Shemayim for such a Xerah. Why the Klai Yisrael deserve to be destroyed? The Gemara gives two answers. The Gemara's first answer is, this was an old death Klai Yisrael had. From the time of Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar made a statue, and the entire Jewish people bowed onto the statue. There were three exceptions, Hanani, Mishal, Vazaria. But besides them, the entire Jewish people bowed onto a statue. And that's an unbelievable Chil Hashem. What's going on? No one's standing up for the... No one's willing to be in Nefesh besides the three people? So that was the first thing. Chil Hashem. The other, example, the other uh, answer the Gemara gives is that Achashverosh, as we know at the beginning of the Megillah, he made a party for the entire city of Shoshan. What was he celebrating? So Chazal tells us in the Gemara Megillah that Achashverosh made a cheshman. He knew that Yermiyahu Anavi had given an avur that 70 years of this going to be goddess and after the Jewish people going back to Israel. And the Cheshvesh wasn't good at maths. He didn't count the years right. But in his Cheshvesh, it comes 70 years and Cheshvesh was still in goddess. Great, that means the avur is not happening. So it's not getting fulfilled. So I'm celebrating that the Beshemish wasn't rebuilt. And the Jews come to join the party. What, you also celebrate the Beshemish isn't rebuilt? You, you're participating in the Simcha? It's also a tremendous Cheshvesh. How can you participate in the simcha that the whole point of it is that the Mishnah wasn't rebuilt? Well, the Jewish people did. Now, Rabbi, so we all know, the Gemara says, what's the Oynish V'chidol Hashem? And you know, that's a Muslim. Muslim, there's no Oynish V'chidol Hashem until the person dies. And if that's the case, if Klai understood, what do we do wrong? Why are we being punished? And we understand that collectively we've been over V'chidol Hashem, not once, but twice. And if that's the case, Haman is exerted to kill everybody. Well, we deserve that exerted. It's, uh, we, we have the we have the which that's the right English for it. So we could look at the Haman's Xerah and say uh, it's, it's very unfortunate, but Lamaisa, it's not it's not undeserved. So what's the, what, what what can we do about it? What can we do about it? And yeah, you see the second part of what we said before, and that is it's true. Technically, there's nothing you can do, but you can still daven. You can still daven, and davening works. Hashem listens even when we don't deserve that to get accepted and Kodesh Prochet listens too okay so that's the case the result of the result of what we saw about Purim was a tremendous thing Kodesh have an asset and that is Atfilah we can daven we can daven even in Godless we can daven even without a base in Megdash we can daven even when we already deserve to be killed we can daven even if we even kill Hashem we can daven and it works and therefore, there's out of wow. We, we never realized what a powerful tool we have. We never realized what, what a powerful koyach we have. Good, we celebrate because that's something which makes Klai invincible. 
Because that means it's not bound on where we are or what stage we're holding by. It's not even bound by what level we're holding by. It could be we don't deserve it. It could be we deserve to be killed. But Lema'is the Koyach Tefillah is there. So then there's something to celebrate the Ma'id of Klai Yisrael. We can celebrate, we can celebrate because as Yidna we have an Eitzah for everything. We just have to dive. And Tefillah works. That was, that's that's Be'etzim if we think about it a little bit beforehand what we learn from Purim. We learn from Purim that, that Koyach. Tefillah works. Tefillah works. And Mela. We're going to celebrate the fact that we didn't because we have this kayak. I'll tell you a story about the Briskarov. The Briskarov came to Israel. He escaped from the Second World War. And he was one of the Gdolim Verits Israel in 1948. In 1948, when the British pulled out, and then all seven Arab nations around Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, Egypt, Arabia, they all simultaneously declared war in Israel, and they started attacking from all the different sides. And that's that just didn't have an army to speak of. And people who lived in Israel at the time were pretty sure this was Holocaust number two. They didn't think everyone had a chance of surviving. So they called the Yom Tefillah in every Jewish study, including Yerushalayim, and everybody. And Nashim, Nashim, Vataf, they're going to say the whole Sefer to him together, Islamic to help those with Kuch Nefesh. And the Briskarov was, was there, obviously, like everybody was. And Yom Tefillah was a whole afternoon. And like I said, everyone together, they said, I think the whole Sefer to hit him, being a volcano. And afterwards, everyone went home again. So I heard this from one of the people who was walking home with the Briskarov after the Antifila. They said, the Briskarov said to them, everyone people walking with him, he says, Baruch Hashem, we won the war. The war hadn't even started yet. They could see it. They, everyone had declared war, but it hadn't actually begun, the pile begun yet. He says, no, Baruch Hashem, we won the war. Why? He said, the Tfila was, mis- I felt the Tfila was miscarbon. Okay, so now it's just a question of time until the mindset, everything plays out. We won the war. And it's a certain perspective that, you know, the Kayakov is Tvila. If you want the story from a different direction, a few years before that, during the Second World War, during the Second World War, so when there was a very real threat of the Nazis actually invading Eritrea, there was no reason they shouldn't. They were on their way here and they had been successful in every other war the whole way through Africa. They were holding by the Suez Canal. They were, and the, the intention was to get to Eretz Yisrael. And of course, once again, the Yidin Yisrael knew what the Nazis were like and what they were doing. Of course, they also they were diving for their lives. The Nazis get you, they've done the same thing here, they did everywhere else. So the story is, I mean, there are lots of different, obviously, stories of people, Gdali at the time, who diving in different places. But there's one story about uh, the Mkubarim from Basel. They went to Kevarachal. And based on whatever they knew of the Rashash, they, they spent a day and a night uh, fasting, the whole night saying various tikkunim, tefillahs, whatever it was going to be. And when they finished, they came outside, and the Arab guard who was there said, uh, Do you think that that's, that's going to help you win a war? So they took that to the Simon Shemaim, but the tefillah wasn't discovered. Okay, so they did it again. They said another night, another day, said all this, everything a second time. And uh, after two days now, fasting and saying up two nights and saying everything twice, so then the leader of the Mukabari, his name was, um, his name was, have you heard the Hadayah? And he said that, now we won the war. And now it's not coming to Eretz He was right. Uh, was that the only schuss, part of the schuss? But there's a certain kayak that Tfilah is miscabal. And the person feels that Tfilah was miscabal, so then it's a matter of what's going to happen next. Which was only by Esther. The, the three-day Tfilah was miscabal a long time before the war happened. It was 11 months ahead. 
the tefillah was in Nisan. It's only after the following Adar that the, that the war actually happened. <coughs> but Klaishal had already won a long time ago. And that's the, that's the Kayach of tefillah. Now, how does that play out in Purim? It's a very nice concept we spoke about to think about. But how does that become a part of Purim? So, the, if you think about it, Kimat, all the mitzvahs and the minhagim of Purim revolve around this thing. Revolve around this thing. Let's talk about, firstly, the obvious mitzvah is the Rukhiyas Samagira, that's Pashat. That's going through the next. But the other mitzvah of Purim are mitzvahs, we don't have the rest of the time. So the, already the Mershalim write down because the point of the mitzvah is you're a Jew. You're a Jew. And if that's the case, you're part of the Hatzlacha. As a Yid, you have that Kayach as well. So I don't just pride myself that I'm going to celebrate Purim because I'm a Yid. You're also a Yid. So I'm going to eat into Mr. here too. Whether it's Mishlach Manus, whether it's Mutanas Levyanim, whether it's Kalapoishin, Yad Naisnim Loi. I celebrate the fact that Klaus of Amaila. I celebrate it by me, I celebrate it by you too. You're also a Jew. Even the Achronim bring down, that's one of the reasons why people dressed up in Purim. The idea of dressing up, really, the Ramah brings it from the Rishonim, the Maril. What does it mean of dressing up? I don't, I don't, I don't take Hashivas because I'm this person, as the Yachid. I can dress up as somebody else. I'm still a Jew. I still that Maila. It's a Maila of Klai Yisra. And therefore, the mitzvahs of Purim are celebrating, are celebrating Klai Yisra. Again, for myself, so of course, I celebrate, I make a Suda. But every other Jew is Hashiv too. So the, the mitzvahs of Meram Rechaber and Purim are a Machshiv Yosa. Every Jew, every Jew has that Hashivas, every Jew has that ability. Now, if that's the case, the way to approach Purim is, like as I'll say, in the sense of whoever I meet in Purim, I'm, I'm, they're there he is. So whatever, whatever it is that I'm going to Mishamech somebody else. Whether, like I said, it's cut up by Shadyad, if it needs soccer, if it's to give gifts, to marry by Achva Vareis, like the Ramah writes, is the reason for Matana Sivyanim and Mishlech Manus. They eat Nosa, we celebrate. This was your source, this is my source, this is what we all can do. Akkayach is Kayach Yisra. Why is it going to do with the preparation for prayer? Why is it going to do the preparation for prayer? So the answer is that. Like you said, every year Amtif has this preparation. What's the way to prepare for Purim? <coughs> the way to prepare for Purim is, and this is already from the beginning of Adar, Mishnechon Sa'ar means what you want to do for exactly is you marry Vesimcha. And what is Vesimcha Mechaiv a person? We don't find that the Shachnarach says, therefore you should do something specific. But Rashi says, and I go because of Purim. Because the nights of Purim is from the beginning of the month of Marav B'Simcha, which means Purim a person is to be B'Simcha. A Simcha in what? A Simcha in the Fakhul Yukla Yisrael. A Simcha, that, that's the Simcha, the biggest Simcha, that we have a, we, we learned that being Kla Yisrael gives us, a, gives us an opportunity to daven, it gives us an opportunity that we can use, that nothing else can be a match. And it takes two weeks preparation to be able to, 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 to be happy properly in Purim. Just like it takes a month of Edel to get ready for Shoshan, it takes seven weeks to get ready for Shavuos, it takes two weeks to get ready for Purim. So what do you do to Yomar B'Simcha? What do you do to Yomar B'Simcha? So firstly, for adults, I'll talk for two minutes for adults, and we'll talk for children. And that is, for adults, there's two things. Number one is the Chazal. I'm Rabbi Yechadon. When you get up to Davin, be happy. Look what a chance you have to Davin. 
And if that's true for the holiday, then for sure, when we, in the Chodesh, when we're celebrating the, the tool, the weapon we have called Tefillah, so every Tefillah is a Simcha. Oh, I have a chance to dive. I now know how valuable that opportunity is. It's stronger than anything else in the world. So the Simcha, one way, is expressed through Tefillah. And then more than that, the, the other way to prepare for an adult for Purim is, like the post can write, that to do things which, which a person which are, cause a person to be besimcha not in something else in the fact that we play Yisrael and therefore we don't find a problem is the mission to be samech in something it's not with the Torah it's not with the Arab medium, it's not with something else it's to be samech the fact that we play Yisrael and therefore that's something which needs which needs a person to focus on also because if our simcha is the fact that we play Yisrael it's not just us we're all play Yisrael and therefore, if there's an Indian to prepare for Purim, it's Tafkim Elam Rechavere. It's appreciating other people too. You also have a Kaisal. You have that same Kaich I have. We're working it together. We have it together. That's for an adult, on the theoretical level, of what the preparation for Purim should be. Now, how do you bring it down practically? For us. How do you bring it down practically? For children. So the obvious answer is, and that is, if you look at it, what's the Lemaisa to do? So if the Lemaisa to do on Purim is to give Mishlach Manus, is to give Matanas Devyanin. So that's the way to show the Achva Vareus. So, okay, maybe Matanas Devyanin isn't trying to give little children, they don't have money. But Mishlach Manus is. And therefore, an idea of who, who, the, who, who are the people that I can be Misamech, who are my friends, who are people that I can give something to and it's going to Misamech them. Okay? Good. That's putting a person in the mindset of Purim. I want to be Marbe Simcha. I want to be Marbe Simcha. And, yeah, even little kids, they have their friends in Ghana, whatever it's going to be. If they understand the mindset, we want to make all our friends happy. Okay, so let's do it. Take them to the store with you to buy the, 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 the bag of candies that they think their friends are going to like. Help them put one in, each, uh, in a different bag for each, for each friend with their name. Because the mindset is, I want to make other people happy. And therefore, that prepares me for Purim. Purim is the opportunity I have to celebrate being part of Kali Yisrael and to, get to, to celebrate with other people. That's we're all part of Israel. And therefore, the preparation is, what can I do to misamech this person? What can I do to misamech that person? Or this person want? Or that person want? That, that's that's the, putting me in the mindset of, sim, of, of simcha and being misamech. And therefore, it's not just on Purim morning that like whatever leftovers you have, you take something from the table and give it to a friend. It works, but it's not the same thing. If it's a week's preparation of the anticipation, what am I going to give this one? What am I going to give that one? What, am I, what is this one like? What is that one like? What am I going It's a week's preparation of working with me with other people. That's important. And if your kid's not old enough to, to, to go to Ghana, so they don't have friends outside, even in the family. Even what are the brothers and sisters like? So think about it. And tell me what you think he'd like. I'll buy it for you so you can get it ready for him. And it's, again, there's a certain simcha in getting in Shalach Manus or anything, any gift, there's a certain simcha in giving. But the giving, you can start a few days before. And that is preparing what to give and having it ready and uh, you know, thinking what the person's going to like and anticipating whatever that, the, 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 what you're going to do. That's a part of the build-up to Purim also. That's a part of the build-up to Purim also. That's the first point. And then the second point is the Twitter. Just like you said, for us as adults, focusing on the the schus we have to daven is a part of daven is a part of Purim too. And like we know, that's why Purim itself, the Kabbalim say that it's a time to daven more than any other time. Now that we've appreciated how powerful Tvila is, so now use it. 
Purim is a special kind of Tfilah. But, and this is the important point, very often people think of Tfilah as something difficult, as something which is ah, to push myself, something like in Kippur. It's not like that. If a person values Tfilah, it's like the Gemara says, It's like, wow, this is an opportunity. And there's another opportunity. Think about before Purim what you're going to dive on Purim. And this can be a discussion with children as well. Purim, you have a chance to dive in for things you don't know the rest of the year. So let's think in advance. Let's make ourselves a list. What, remember, this one's sick, let's dive in for them. You remember, this one needs something, let's dive in for them. What do you need? What do you think? What do you want to dive in for? What's important for you? And then again, it's something we're perfectly prepared for in advance. I'm making my list for Purim because I know Purim is my chance, so I'm getting ready for that. And like we said before, and we started with, the preparation for something makes it more powerful when it comes. And therefore, like any answer, the, the involving children in the preparation, in the buying of the Mishlach Manus, which they're going to give, in preparing for what they, on their level, what they think they can dive in for, that's what gives the day its fair. We're waiting a whole week, a whole two weeks for this. Now it comes, this is the opportunity. It makes the, it makes the day better used, but it also makes the experience as a Chinuk that much more powerful.